I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ah, guys, welcome back to part three of the Stompcast. Dan Buswell and I are wandering um, in the field at the moment. Um, it's a, it is a beautiful day and it really is warming up. We're coming up to about half 11 and uh, the sun is hitting that kind of nice point in the day. It's kind of warm, warming our backs as we're walking. Oh, it feels so good. And I was just admiring, like, we're in this beautiful green field, but there's, like, these spotted little yellow flowers that I see, there's not that many of them, but they really pop out because of the green. It's mm. so pretty, so pretty. No, it is absolutely, absolutely beautiful. I'd like to talk to you um, to start with in part three um, about getting used to settling into a new place. Stompers listening to this episode might relate to this and think, oh, I've moved to university or changed city, or maybe they've taken the jump. And I know I've got some Australians who listen to the Stompcast who've moved, so people might have moved to Australia from England or vice versa. You had a big shift kind of going all the way around the world. Yes. Away from family. And you mentioned how important family is to you. What was that kind of like? And what are the kind of takeaway bits of tips and advice that you can share for people who might be doing a similar kind of move? Because it's something that can be scary. And I know even from moving from West Wales to university and then university into London, it can really shake you moving. Yeah. It shook me, that's for sure. Definitely. Well, I, I moved like out of my sort of hometown of Bunbury, which is a small little countryside town um, in Western Australia. And I was 18 when I moved to this city, which was two hours away. So, you know, still a driving distance, not that far considering where I am now. But I remember that day so clearly. And it was the scariest day of my life. And I really didn't want to leave. I, I basically left to pursue a bit more of my dance career because I wanted so badly to dance and I just needed to go to the city yeah. to do that. So, um, yeah, I left home and I, you know, packed my car and I drove up two hours and I remember the first probably couple of months of living in the city, I hated it. And I'd call my mum every day and I'd be like, I want to come home. I hate it here so much. It's like, this isn't for me. There's so many cars on the road. Like, in, in Bunbury, there's like one lane one way and one lane the other way. And in <laughs> Perth, there was like three lanes. I was like, I don't Sounds know like which lane I, I have to in. go. Yeah, in. there's one road in, one road yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I was just so out of my comfort zone. And I remember when I'd call my mum and dad, they were so supportive of me, like my whole life. And they would be like, look, if you want to come home, then, then come home. But also just sort of stick it out and just give it a, give it a chance, basically. And um, so that's exactly what I did. I, I kind of gave it a chance. And the only thing I think that I hated was the fact that I was so out of my comfort zone. So the fact that I had to relearn how to drive in a city, I had to relearn how to make friends in the city, like just all these things that I had to sort of relearn and redo. 
Um, but the minute I felt that comfort again, I started to really enjoy it. So that kind of was a massive learning curve for me for then getting my next job, which was flying over to the USA for my first sort of dance tour. And so I remembered that feeling of, you're probably gonna hate it in the beginning, but then, you know, give it a chance. Everything's new, just work out how it is that you can do things and you, you will end up enjoying it. So that's kind of my motto now for anything that happens in life that's Different, a bit uncomfortable a change, yeah. and change. And, and I actually now really enjoy a bit of change mm. because I love that feeling now of going outside of your comfort zone and then, you know, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you might go, actually, no, this isn't for me. And that's also fine. But if I don't try it, I'm never going to... give it time I'm, as well. Yeah. Time. I mean, I, I, I'm a big believer in this, this too shall pass. And, you know, sometimes when you go, whether it's a new job to a new city, you know, taking a bit of time to kind of understand that it's uncomfortable, but it won't last forever. And, you know, you might feel homesick or you might even feel like just shaking. It's like that idea of being on a boat and it, like you've, you've rocked the boat and it just keeps rocking. You're like, when's it going to stop? But eventually it does settle down. It finds yeah. itself. Now my brother's... Um, he left the RAF here and he's out now working in Germany. He's been there a couple of months now, but I remember in the first like month, he really was like, shall I come home? He was really homesick. He was really struggling out there. He didn't obviously struggle with the language and he just found everything looked different, felt different. And he was like, I hate this place. I hate it. Just in terms of his experience, he just couldn't, couldn't really settle there. And then, you know, we said, look, you can come home. Very similar, come home. Yeah. Like you're literally a plane journey away, come home. Um, if you need to, but just give it time because you might yeah. find you change your mind. And now kind of three, four, four months probably down the line, he loves it. Yeah. He's really into it. He goes, finds he's got into his rhythm. He's found his wakeboarding park. He goes, he's been going, not 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 so much now because the weather's changed, but he's been, you know, snowboarding. He's got his kind of little group of friends there. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm going to stay here for at yeah. least a year or so. Exactly. And it's the same place. It's the same environment. The thing that's changed is that you become used to it. And mm -hmm. It's kind of a similar thing with relationships, isn't it? Like either going out of a relationship or even going into a relationship. Yeah. Either of those things can actually make you feel uneasy. For obvious reasons, we associate heartbreak and breakups with that kind of or having to find yourself and relearn. But yeah. sometimes you've got to learn how to be in a relationship as well, don't you? And yeah. kind of go, okay, like this, I'll find myself, you know, mm -hmm. in this, I'll find my footing in this situation. In this situation, exactly. And it's like that thing of, nothing lasts forever so if That's you true. if you don't if, if you can't think oh, i'm in this situation it's going to be here forever in my life like you have the opportunity to to change it and go somewhere else or change it and go back home like you always have that option so it's not like that option's taken away from you which i think sometimes if you move to another city or you you instantly think this is such a big step mm. and i have to lock myself into being there forever but you don't you have the opportunity to work it out and if it works out, then brilliant. But if not, that's not a big deal to then go back to where you felt was more comfortable. Well, that's I what I said to Elliot at the time. I said, right, okay, imagine this, right? If you fly home, it'll take you no more than probably 12, 14 hours to be at our house, pretty much. How long will it be before you feel comfortable in that environment? He said, oh, probably straight away. So you know that comfort is no more than 12 hours exactly, away. Exactly, yes. And I think it's worth, so anyone that's homesick, just imagine, that you could be at home, how long it would take, and that in that time you could be at home, in your comfort, and immediately back to that. And sometimes just that sense of knowing that it's only 
six, 12, whatever. Even if it's Australia, it's like 24 hours yeah. away. Within in 24 hours, you're literally it, in your environment. Exactly. It's really uh, not that bad. And sometimes that, that gives you the reminder, like, okay, no, let's give it time. Let's give it time. And yeah. sometimes it doesn't work out. Once that kind of fear or unease passes, if it's still like, well, actually, I've learned I don't like how noisy it is here or this pace of life isn't for me. I want it differently. Then you make the decision. Exactly. Not from a position of fear, but from like genuine, like, this is what I want or I don't want. Exactly. On that note, what kind of tips would you give people who maybe are taking a big leap, whether they're going out to Australia from here or vice versa or wherever they're moving to? How do you kind of find your feet? What are the things you've learnt from your experience? I think it's really important to still keep in contact with your loved ones back at home and still, you know, like I, I call my parents, <laughs> I literally call them every day and my brothers and my nan and pop and like I really do still mm. keep in contact with them as much as I can. So I feel like I'm not really missing out on too much because I'm speaking to them every day. Um, and FaceTime and things are an yeah, amazing. Yeah, all these you things. You see them, you feel like you're in exactly. the room. Exactly. Um, so I, I, you know, I make sure I do that, but also just surrounding yourself wherever you may, you know, move to or do surround yourself with people, good people that you can sort of fall back on and rely on and trust. Cause I think having that sort of family community around you is really important. So obviously you're moving away from family, people that you can just in mm. the blink of an eye go, need your help right now. So if you can find someone in wherever you are, you know, for my instance, it's Joe and his family. Like, I really feel like I have gained a new family mm. here, which is, I trust them. I know that if I called them with a, with a problem, they would be there with a the blink of an eye, you know? So I think having that is really important as well. And you just like you said, knowing that you are able to get back home whenever you need to you can and, and I, I even using some tech can help now like making friends and things like um someone was tell, telling me before about like um bumble you think of bumble as a dating app they've got like yeah but within it apparently got bumble bff so you can actually um make friends on there so you kind of nice. swipe people that kind of feel that they have similar life or kind of things that you kind of are interested in and then you can go meet them for coffee go for a walk and you kind of yeah. make and often those similar people might also feel maybe a bit lonely in a new place or yep. they're not settling in yet and you'll find that shared bond yes because sometimes when you're looking around going they've got the shit together they're really happy that person's really you know they're all settled when you meet other people that go actually you know I, i'm actually not really settled in here either you go, yeah. oh, me too well yeah. let's go and hang out let's go and watch musical let's go let's go and watch some strictly like yeah. whatever it yeah, is like exactly. have like shared interests so avoid i would definitely say avoid the wallowing too much as well like get into your habits use your movement mm -hmm. You know talk to friends and family get out get yourself out yeah there, get, you know, exactly meet, like do a little class that you might meet some people exactly at or... you might go to the class and think oh do you know what? that wasn't you might go and do taekwondo or something yeah oh, it wasn't for me but that's fine you went and enjoyed it exactly and you you were surrounded by other people that you know it, i think it is always about just surrounding yourself with sort of people and things some people love to do things on their own as well which is great which is but... absolutely brilliant and great i mean elliot is a good example of he's um he started doing his wakeboarding and he met people through that he also joined he's never done it in his life he joined kickboxing classes so just going along doing the exercise of kickboxing yeah. and he said oh, i've met loads of people there and like yeah. just, you, you just suddenly start meeting people learning a new skill said, i love it and i love going to do that and yeah there's a good similar like-minded group of people who enjoy movement enjoy exercise mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you made a load of friends. Exactly. And again, that can be very intimidating 
doing that kind of thing. It's like moving, intimidating, but going to a new class or experiencing something for the first time is also a really like, you get quite scared doing stuff like that. So, but know there's other people also that are probably doing the same thing as you that day. No one really, no one's judging you for going. Like no one knows your situation or, you know, so I always just think, just give it a go. What does dance teach about body confidence and confidence in, in general? Because that's a good, I mean, that's one thing I saw from Strictly. I love the fact that all, literally all shapes and sizes get stuck in and get involved. What can we take away from that? And what has it taught you about confidence? It's taught me so much. Like at, from a young age, I was dancing really in like a close proximity yeah. to someone. So you kind of, it's this thing of like breaking barriers with people and not being shy or afraid to talk to anyone yeah. or get up close and personal. Like dancing was always like a, a duet thing for me. So it was finding a, um, a bond and a friendship mm. with another person to dance with, which yeah. I found really helped me growing up. It's like now, like if I get a celebrity partner instantly, they're like, you made me feel so comfortable. I'm like, but I've been doing this my yeah. whole life. So I think just like me now, when I get given my celebrity partner or whatever, I feel instantly like it, for me, it, I don't yeah. get nervous or I don't have that. You know, when you meet someone yeah. for the first time and you're like, yeah. oh gosh, like I wonder if they like me or like, I, I'm not bothered about that because I've done this my whole life. So I'm like, meeting someone is actually a really fun thing and I'm like straight into it and they're like what you we, we have to like be right side to right side I'm like yeah yeah well even fine. then you got a hold of me and I was like oh god here yeah, we go like so and you just like lead it and I guess because you've done that like yeah. if I did it for years and I'd be like right come right, on let's come do on this. let's yeah. dance yeah it's just something now that I I feel really confident in doing so my confidence with mm. just talking to people meeting mm. people that was something that I think it, mm. dancing really helped me with. Mm. And it is just such a social thing. Mm. So it like, you know, mentally, physically, there's just so many benefits to dance. And, but that have, was one of my main have you things. Seen, have you seen a benefit or, or a change in the people that have danced with you who maybe had confidence issues uh, about their bodies? Have you seen them kind of come out of that shell or maybe just be a bit easier on themselves? Yeah, I think every single person I've danced with, they've all come into it feeling quite like, oh, this, this, I, I can't say, they say exactly what you've said. I can't dance, got two left feet. Um, I like, and they just keep reassuring me, I can't dance, I can't dance. And it, I think that was just a thing that they would say to, I guess. Preempt falling to, over in the field. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I think the minute we started, they honestly, they couldn't wait to learn yeah. the next step. Yeah. And then you would see them practicing on their own and just this confidence they got, even though the people I teach are people that obviously have made it massive. They've been massive singers. Yeah. They've performed in front of yeah, thousands, yeah. millions of people, you know, like Joey, he's, yeah, you know, sure. doing his YouTube to millions of people. They've all done and been so successful yeah. in their life, but yet they've come to me and they feel so inadequate i'm like no like it's take... that point of comfort zone it's obvious that, yeah. that you take someone like interesting point about the singer so a singer is like performing in front of lots of people but as soon as you change that type of performance you go yeah. from singing to doing something you're not comfortable with yeah all of a sudden you're like oh hang on this is not what i know there's no muscle memory for yeah. this and that creates that fear doesn't yeah. it? You, you don't know how to do it exactly but you see that initially but then the, the moment they start honestly i haven't had one partner that's 
left the competition and said, well, that was the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah. Like yeah. they've all genuinely loved it and wanted to keep dancing. Yeah. Like they were sad when it was over. I wonder though what they were like on a Saturday before they're performing live, whatever. Oh, like, that's nerve wracking. Like been scared, even, yeah. even I get nervous performing live. I think that's just because I care about how my celebrity's gonna go, I care about the dance, I care about all, all of it, you know. I want them to have the best time, yeah. so I get nervous. I don't even remember what I do. Again, that's that muscle, muscle memory kicking in, but I'm so focused yeah. on my partner, like, are you okay, do you need this? Like, I remember asking Joe a million times, have you got a headache, do, do you need more water, do you need this? He's like, I'm fine, Diane, just let me be. <laughs> just let me be, yeah. I would be so, like, overprotective. It's so, it's so hard, though, isn't it? Because I can imagine, I think I'd be quiet in that situation as well. I'd be like, yeah. pacing and just yeah, like yeah, yeah. trying to breathe and trying to focus or yeah. whatever oh gosh it gives me a fear just listening <laughs> yeah. to it o on that note and a much healthier topic than that fear um let's uh, let's do our health fact of the week yes um, so researchers um at the albert einstein college of medicine found that dan dancing can improve brain health there were 11 physical activities studied and out of all of them dancing was the one that reduced the likelihood of dementia the most wow and we know that movement in general is pretty if you're going to look to prevent getting or not get dementia the top or alongside one of the top ways to prevent it is exercise in general wow, so they found see? that basically that the dancing is up there and i just wonder if going to that point that you said earlier on that the combination of movement with the music just makes it sink so deeply. It just, it just activates part of our brains. Like yeah. There are such a, a subconscious level that, yeah. that may well be why, of course, with the benefits of exercise and our blood vessels and blood flow and things. But there's something about the way that it goes into our brains, I think. Definitely, it? yeah. It's like one of those, like a nostalgic kind of thing as well. Like when you hear music or you smell a smell, it takes you back to that place, doesn't it? Mm. And I think when you hear a song like whenever i hear a song and i've danced to it i go oh i remember that song from the mm. from when i danced to it like 20 years ago and i guarantee you i'd be able to do the steps like i'd be i would be able to dance that whole track to the steps that it Absolutely. was so it's yeah it's amazing how much you remember and if you're trying and a tip to anyone listening if you're trying to learn something difficult like if you're going on oh, trying to revise for university or you've got a work-based exam or something if you're trying to learn do it while walking, while moving and listening to music. One of the best ways you can sing something different, especially if it's something complex. It's like, you know, there's always a fact in history or in science back at school. And I can never remember, remember that. that. Yeah. Do it like I used to, I actually, what I used to do is put music on in my room and I bounce a tennis ball against oh, wow. the wall. And there was something about that action that it would just, I would remember it. Cause I go back to the, whenever I think about a difficult fact, I go back to what song it was and what I'm bouncing the ball against wow. the wall. And it would always come, come back. back to you. That's and there's amazing. something about that layering and that kind of multi, I guess multi-dimensional, like multifaceted approach that learning and makes it sink in. I wouldn't use it yeah. for everything because otherwise it's really exhausting. And, yeah. you know, yeah. so if you're learning stuff that goes in easily, but if there's something you're trying, oh God, that's really hard, hard to, remember to remember that fact or that date or who was it that conquered this place? give it a try yeah. or maybe that feeds well into the benefits of dementia and, and yeah, dancing yeah yeah well that's amazing cool. try that <laughs> well thank you so much for joining me on the Stompcast it's been absolutely brilliant I've really really enjoyed it oh, I have fond memories you. of coming here I have two amazing Stompcast uh, episodes it's been brilliant and make sure guys you know we'll leave a link in the show notes get a copy of the book and I'll share it on my stories as well please do because I think you know what you'll really benefit try it 21 days give it a go find something that, that you enjoy 
and you're away, aren't you? Exactly. Thank, Thank you so much you. for joining me. Take care and well done for completing the stomps as well. Um, uh, we've got our Strava Stomp Club page as well, so follow me on, on Strava, get stomping and things and share your routes and your walks. It's a great little community actually of people oh, that, uh, that come on that. So uh, join on that. I'll see you very soon for the next stomp. Take care and goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.